This episode is brought to you by Novilla Mattresses. When it comes to your mother, you want her sleeping in a comfortable bed. When she's with me, she won't have to worry about that because I sleep on a Novilla mattress. Let me tell you, when your mom is at my place, she is sleeping on a very comfortable mattress and she is going to get you one as well. Meet their Bliss Organic Memory Foam Mattress. Perfect for those who want a cool, dry, undisturbed sleep throughout the night, made with organic bamboo charcoal fiber, excellent motion isolation, cooling gel-infused memory foam that fits all bed frames and is reasonably priced. Perfect for if you want an inexpensive mattress for you, your children, or even for your guest room. It comes in a box delivered right to your door, and you get 100 nights to try it out. Skip that trip to the big box mattress store and get a mattress from Novilla. Throw out that cheap Walmart mattress you got in college and get yourself a mattress made by Novilla. Using promo code SHWEEZY or the link in our description, you can save 10% on any purchase through Novilla directly. Try out the mattress that your mom tried out last night. Again, that's 10% off using promo code SHWEEZY. And a reminder, when you use our links, you directly support this show. Hello, and what is going on, my fellow Shwoke Lords? What is up? Welcome to yet another episode of Cancel Shweezy. What's up? What's going on? I said, hey, what's going on? Oh, brother, this guy stinks! I hate that. Why did I put that in here? It's just like, I guess it's just, it's good for bad, because the good jokes you get, (laughs) and then the bad jokes you get. Oh, brother, this guy stinks! So I guess that is necessarily a good a good qualifier for who I am as a person and who I'm meant to be. Uh, welcome to the show today, folks. I'm kind of upset lately because I've been seeing a lot of examples of this uh, while watching uh, while watching a lot of... Uh, you know, I've been just like going through trash TV all over uh, that's on YouTube, like... TLC has a lot of content on YouTube, and TLC has a lot of good highlights. Uh, but there's just, like, full episodes of, like, hoarders, and uh, and then they have a quality edited down. I think last week we talked about Intervention. Uh, but uh, the thing I'm hating with Intervention is that a lot of those people are really skinny, all right? And I'm going to have to get in the process of losing weight because, uh, one... Uh, I've been eating too much fast food, and that's called depression. Let's just jump into it. Jump into depression. Uh, so just eating a lot of garbage fast food. Uh, it, it got to a point where I realized uh, that when they took the double down chicken sandwich uh, off the KFC menu because it was only there for four weeks, and uh, I'm scared to look at because I always do like the online pickup thing. And I am scared to look at the history to see how many times I went to KFC to get the double down chicken sandwich. And for some reason, KFC was weird. And they were like, instead of just like going through the drive thru and be like, hey, I'm Sam, I need to pick up my order. I mean, I, I put in an online order and they're like, all right, yeah, they go and they give you your receipt and then you pull forward and uh, you get your food from there and go. But KFC forces you to go inside. And each time I'm like, I can't believe this. We found a motherfucker who ordered this shit, uh, you know. But no, I'm kind of annoyed because uh, all these people on intervention, 
are uh, pretty skinny. They don't look good. I'm telling you, they don't look good. Like, I, I talked about it last week, how, like, the appearance of people on Intervention, like, their appearances skyrocketed up, like, once they got sober. But they're always skinny. And then I saw a meme. It was, like, a before and after uh, when a guy quits alcohol. He got fatter after he stopped. Like, m- my main cause of fatism is alcohol. Like, alcohol makes me fat. My fatism, as we would say. Uh, what? But, yeah, it's, you know, that 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 annoyed the fucking shit. How? Cause drinking is just so many fucking calories. Uh, and then, not to mention, uh, you know, your my macros. You know, is it carbs, sugar, and shit like that? You're like... Like, beer is just bread in a can. You're like, would you like another drink, a glass of beer? Or no, would you like another glass of bread? Bread in a can. That's, you know, from Spongebob. Uh, Squiddy, Squidward. (laughs) Squidward. (coughs) But yeah, no, I'm kind of upset uh, that these depressed and addicted people are so fucking skinny, you know? And was it, I watched an intervention, we're going to talk about intervention later in the show, don't worry about that, we're going to talk about it. But one guy, he talked about a breakup before he met this new, the, the chick who's catfishing him, and how he, like, lost, like, 50 pounds from, I'm like, I'm depressed, why can't I lose 50 pounds, you know? I'm like, why do I have the wrong, the, the wrong one? Because I feel like if you, because, like, those... You know, I'm not trying to say shit about eating disorders, you know. But I have to say, uh, recovery looks good on the ones who go too skinny, because then they just now look normal. You know, they're like, you mean to tell me I was always hot? Like, yeah, until you got too, until we started seeing your fucking rib cage, start playing that fucking shit like a xylophone. So yeah, I'm I'm annoyed. I'm annoyed with drug well drug addicts. Some of them, you know that you know cocaine makes you skinny. But like the only drugs I do are weed and alcohol. Alcohol. How can I not be skinny? That's not it's not fair. Okay, folks. Like I, I hate drinking is known to make people fatter. Like that's a common case. You're like. Oh yeah, this guy really ballooned up. I'm like, oh, what happened? Like, he had a he has a drinking problem. He had a drinking problem for a while. I'm like, oh, that explains why he ballooned up uh, and shit like that. And then like, weed just makes you hungry, and so that just makes you go over your daily calorie. I'm just annoyed if you're if you're struggling with drugs or alcohol, and you're skinny. Um, please write into the show. I'd really like to hear your thoughts and prayers and all that shit. But uh, nevertheless, welcome to Cancel Sweezy. Uh, the only podcast that is going green. That's right. A special holiday is coming up this Thursday, April 20th. Uh, bird Memorial Day. That's why we wear the color green. Uh, have I told the bird story <coughs> on this podcast? Um, and I, am, I have a book in the works, but it's kind of like I, I wrote down a couple chapters until I think of a good idea for a new one, then I'll start writing that. Uh, but anyways, though, there's a, the story of bird. Uh, It was April 20th, 2009, around 7.40 in the morning. I walk into my high school band room. I'm a freshman, and a bird flew in there, and uh, there was a wild goose chase to kind of, like, hunt the bird out, get out of the room. They stunned it, and then they brought it and another guy killed it. 
Uh, but then there was this one guy with Asperger's. We'll call him Dwight. And uh, he, Asperger's. <laughs> uh, he basically, uh, he was involved. He was involved in the situation. Uh, but did he kill the bird or even at all touch the bird? No, not at all. Uh, he just, uh, when he doesn't know how to shake, he didn't really know how to shake off when someone was goofing on him, you know? Some, sometimes you just gotta, <coughs> you know, uh, you just gotta go, you know, you gotta go with it. And uh, everyone else in the situation just went with it except for him. And so now we celebrate this day, not only to make fun of someone, but because uh, a bird died. And we would just make jerk jokes for like, uh, until he graduated, and then a little bit after he graduated high school, about like, I was like, yeah, Birdland, like we play a song called Birdland in jazz bands, like where birds go to die, Birdland, uh, blue, blue Skies, because Ben killed all the birds, oh, sorry, I said his name, whoops, uh, still not that, because Dwight killed all the birds, uh, Autumn Leaves, I don't know, I would put for that one, uh, anyway, those are standard jazz tunes, hopefully, and Birdland, for some reason. Uh, take the A-Train that killed the bird. Uh, that's a good one, too. Uh, but anyways, though, yeah, it's just funny to goof on it and make bird jokes. And so, yeah, that's uh, April 20th, Bird Memorial Day. Hope you all are celebrating uh, celebrating the best way you can. Uh, the, best, <laughs> the best way you can. I was gonna, what was else I was going to say? No, it's, it's, still, it's, a still, it's a good story. It was a fun story. I wish I could show you Dwight so you know uh, what I'm talking about when I say how funny I Yeah, Bird died in my high school. Was, uh, All around me are familiar faces, worn out places, worn out faces. And I'm as free as a bird now. And this bird you cannot change. Whoa, and this bird you cannot change. Alright, that's cool. Well, yeah, this is Cancel Schwizzy. Uh, my background is green because there's another holiday on 420. So here's the, let's, let's just do it now. Here's the feeling good all the time, folks. realize you probably just get like the Seinfeld sound drop for that <laughs> just just to use that that would make a lot more sense uh make sure you're checking out my music uh all my music is under Sweezy. it's wherever you stream music at that's where you'll find me uh you'll find me there forever and ever amen uh so that's really cool so some spammers trying to hit me up on instagram uh but yeah no so yeah so uh, like how the background is green today, you know, I just, I didn't want to make it too, uh, I just thought it'd be a little goofy. Uh, I thought about putting like a whole, you know, you Google fucking oregano wallpaper. <laughs> just <laughs> the worst thing is things came up. That's the worst. Someone like made, took, got like a 4k camera, set up a whole fucking scene of fucking oregano and took a picture. That's the crazy shit. Uh, anyways, though, I'm using a green screen and a background screen. What's the, what's the fucking purpose of life anymore? I identify as a fucking threat. Social media at the, the Shweezy. That's everywhere. TikTok, YouTube, Instagram. 
Uh, even Twitch, twitch.tv slash theshweezy uh, is where I play video games on Thursdays. Uh, I was getting ready to start a Pokemon, another Nuzlocke. However, I was using emulators on my Xbox Series S. And Microsoft uh, got stingy. Come on, Mark. Don't be stingy. And they decided to uh, remove it. So you can still do it if you... You can still do it if you have, like, a development mode, but, like, you have to pay $20 to do that. In, like, set it up in developer mode. Uh, or you you could have figured out a way to do it in retail mode, which is just how every Xbox is set up. And uh, they removed that shit. And I'm, not, I'm still not happy about it. Uh... But yeah, go check that out. Uh, Thursdays, I don't know what I'll be streaming this Thursday. Uh, I, I play Pokemon Stadium a little bit. Yeah, now it's like I gotta figure out what to do. I don't know if I'm gonna be streaming the new Zelda game when it comes out. Could. I wish Hogwarts Legacy would go on sale because that's I want, that's the game I want to buy and play. I've like avoided any spoilers for that game too, and I was just like, I guess I'll play it eventually. Uh, but yeah, go check me out. Uh, if you don't have an Amazon Prime account, you can connect it to your Twitch account. You get basically a Twitch subscribe, which subscribing someone is usually $5 a month, and uh, you get that free and subscribe to me, Daddy. That's my hole. That's where it spits. So definitely go do that. Patreon page, we have one of there. Link in the description, wherever you're listening to. And uh, you can uh, financially support the show and say thank you for being a friend. Travel down this road and back again. If your heart is true, you're a pal and a confidant. So, uh, I like that. Uh, but make sure you're doing the free shit. If you're listening to the show, make sure you go check out our YouTube page. It should be youtube.com slash cancel And you can subscribe to it. We post highlights of the show. You can rewatch the highlights, you know. Share with a friend and your family, your grandma, your grandpa, uh, so they can get knowledgeable to be able to do whatever you want to do. And if you're on the audio platform, give us a 5432 or one star rating and leave us a review. So, uh... Come on, Mark. Don't be stingy. Like that. Don't... Don't be super stingy, okay? <coughs> um... Okay. So, I'm thinking a lot about, uh... Remember in Twilight where, uh, Jacob imprints on... Bella's freshly born daughter, like a couple, like it's not that it's not that long after uh, she just gave birth. We're not that far off, you know. And Jacob's like, "This is the love of my life." Ugh, it just makes me creepy. Fucking Renee's man, you're like me and Nessie are gonna like you just fucking name my daughter after the Loch Ness monster. I don't even like Twilight that much, but I've been thinking about this a lot, and I don't think it's the fact that. It's a it's a story about a grown man imprinting on a ba- a literal newborn child, knowing it's the love of his life. Like I, you know, nature's a crazy bitch. Even even though animals only have sex for for I think at least majority of animals have sex uh, for reproduction uh, and nothing else. So. Uh, so <clears throat> animals aren't interested in uh, other animals who can't breed, you know. Um, you know, we live in a society, and uh, I think what I'm more upset about is the fact that Stephanie Myers thought about this. And, you know, we all have fucked up thoughts. That's I'm not shaming her for that. 
I'm just saying it's a fucked up thing to not only have that thought, but then to write it down and share with the entire world. I didn't want to know that shit, okay? I didn't want to know that. I don't want no fucking weird pedo vampire, uh, half vampire, half werewolf hybrid. Ugh, God, this is just so fucking gross, dude. Ugh, dude. Why did, so, why did she think about, why did she write it down? Why did she, like, this, this is how we end the story right here. This is how we end things. Bro, that's disgusting. All right, let's just jump into previous week right now. What is previous week right now, you may be asking. Well, previous week right now is everything that happened last week being discussed at the moment of this recording. Uh, we're recording on April 17th. Uh, that's when we record this, this, this specific episode. So, uh, Come on, Mark. Don't be stingy. And as our friend, a.k.a. we've never met, Phil DeFranco, has said before. Let's just jump into it. Um, this is from da- the Daily Mail. Uh, I don't, there were so many ads on this site, I'm going to tell you. My computer was chugging. Uh, here's Johnny. Jack Nicholson, 85, looks disheveled in his $10 million Beverly Hills compound as he's seen for first time in 18 months after friends voiced fears reclusive star would die alone. Jack Nicholson has been seen for the first time in 18 months hanging out on the balcony of his infamous Mulholland Drive compound in Beverly Hills. The three-time Oscar winner's disheveled appearance comes after multiple reports suggested the star's pals were concerned he would die alone in a similar manner to his former next-door neighbor and fellow screen legend Marlon Brando. Nicholson, 85, is arguably La La Land's most famous bachelor. He was married for four years prior to making it in Hollywood. (coughs) His most famous romance was Angelica Houston ended nearly 25 years ago. The Shining Star was last seen in October 2021 alongside his doppelganger son, Ray. Sitting courtside watching his beloved LA Lakers, Ray, 31, is one of the few people that Nicholson keeps in contact with, according to the reports. On Thursday, Nicholson was pictured enjoying the fresh air overlooking Franklin Canyon Reservoir. He wore a loose-fitting pale orange shirt and baggy sweatpants, and and he leaned up against a balcony railing on the crisp morning outing. Nicholson took turns sitting and standing while enjoying the Los Angeles morning in video exclusively obtained by the DailyMail.com. Birds could be heard chirping while he tapped on the balcony railing. At one point, the un flew over the cuckoo's nest star. Keely observed a helicopter flying overhead. He made it clear his home is his castle, but people just wish he'd come out of the house and pop up to tell them how or at least reassure folks he's okay. An unnamed friend told Radar Online in January, Jack's in touch with certain relatives, especially Ray, his protege, who he's so proud of, but his socializing days are long gone, they added. His last on-screen appearance came in 2010, so little known, How Do You Know, starring alongside Owen Wilson and Reese with her spoon. Uh, the New Jersey native has dodged rumors for years that he's retired from acting as he is battling dementia and is unable to remember his lines. In January, his unnamed friend told Radar that while Nicholson was in good shape physically, his mind is gone. So, uh, that's a weird fucking thing to read, dude. Uh, you're just like, Jack Nicholson's been in the spot for the first time since 
October 2021. I'm like, you know, doesn't that seem weird? I'm like, if he's not doing anything, you know, he, you know, he's probably just going to be at home. You're probably not going to see him. And I guess he has a little dementia. He goes, he's getting a little dementia up in there. He's 85, dude. Dude's 85. He's done a lot of shit, too. You know? Fucked a lot of young bitches, dude. I hope of legal age. I assume there are. Most of them are legal. Barely legal. That's a weird porn term. But, uh, yeah. It's like... Jack, not everyone, not every celebrity just wants to be fucking filmed 24-7 and uh, location tracked by everyone. I think a lot of people um, just want to live private lives. And, uh, you know, if they're saying his mind's a little gone, he's got a little dementia, uh, I think I think probably in the next few years we're probably going to hear uh, Jack Nicholson passing away. And, you know... He's old. He's probably getting to the point, accepting it, and then he probably forgot. And so he keep, ha- keeps having to redo it because he has dementia. Oh, brother, this guy stinks! Uh, so, anyways, um, all I have to say is uh, I hope Jack Nicholson's doing okay for the most part. I hope he's doing okay for the most part. I guess his body's in peak physical shape. Uh, so we can now move on. All right, time for an article that kind of made me laugh. That isn't funny. This is from E.T. Entertainment Tonight, today, tomorrow. Drake Bell found alive after being reported missing and endangered by police. Uh, Former Nickelodeon star Drake Bell has been found alive hours after he was reported missing by law enforcement. On Thursday, the the Daytona Beach Police Department shared that Bell was missing and considered endangered. An update published around 1.30 p.m. uh, Eastern Time uh, confirmed that the 36-year-old had been located. At this time, we can confirm law enforcement officials are in contact and Mr. Bell is safe, the department shared. Prior to being found on Thursday afternoon, the actor whose full name is Jared Drake Bell was said to have last been seen on Wednesday evening in the area near Mainland High School. He was driving a 2022 gray BMW. Uh, Responding to comments questioning the legitimacy of the post, the DBPD replied, For those asking, this is a legitimate post from the Daytona Beach Police Department. If you have any information, please contact Detective Jason Wallace. E.T. has reached out to a representative for Bell. In 2021, Bell was sentenced to two years probation and 200 hours of community service in connection to high-profile child endangerment case. Uh, Bell initially pleaded not guilty for two criminal counts of attempted endangering children and disseminating matter harmful to juveniles. However, he later charged, changed his plea to guilty. According to multiple outlets, in addition to probation and community service hours, the judge ruled at the time that Bell was prohibited from contacting the victim uh, in the case, who met Bell online and attended one of his concerts in Cleveland in 2017, when she was 15 years old. Also, in 2021, Bell revealed that he had secretly married and welcomed a son. Um, what? I think this, you know, the whole Drake Bell thing, and I recently saw uh, someone's podcast, I'm sorry whoever's podcast that is, that I saw, I just saw a clip of it on uh, TikTok. Drake Bell talked about it, and it was, it was kind of interesting. So, uh, I guess everyone just assumed that Drake B- Bell was probably a 
registered sex offender. I think that, but technically, well, from what he says, uh, is that he's not. He's didn't. He didn't violate. Do any. It wasn't. He didn't molest anyone. Uh, well, he didn't get charged for it. At least, uh, all I can say. That's you know. Uh, but yeah, so but he does. He's not like a registered sex offender. He got, he, uh, was it? What's the what's the term? Uh, he came out as guilty or pleaded guilty. Yeah, he pleaded guilty because what he what he said, and you know, you got This is his words, uh, coming from my mouth, that he basically his lawyer was like, so basically, there's no way to win this, I guess, with the evidence they have against him. And so it's better for you to just uh, plead guilty to this because the punishment will be, you know, a lot less or, or whatever. Because then it was like two years probation, you know, and $200 community service, you know? Like, I don't know. Like, if I got in trouble, they gave me probation, I'd be, I'd be, that'd be the best. You're like, I can't get in trouble because probation's a good warning. And, like, you're like, don't get in trouble again. Uh, and we're going to be watch, keeping up with you, you know? So, yeah, so I believe, yeah, he's probably still on his little probation. Uh, you know, cleaning, he's cleaning up the highways, you know? And I think he's probably at a point where cleaning the highways is uh, just... He does it for the environment, not because he has to. He, uh, Community service is still community service, regardless of if you are told you have to do it. Uh, childhood, I, I love the Drake and Josh meme. Are you calling me a child endangerer? Well, I ain't calling you a child unsaferer. And that leads me, and I'm telling you this, this leads me to my perfect idea for the Drake and Josh reboot, even though 100% is not going to happen because I guess they don't like it. Josh Peck has been talking a lot of shit on Drake Bell and stuff like that. And I kind of believe there's both, like, both sides of the story, I feel like make a, the truth. And there's probably exaggerations or whatever. It does sound like Josh Peck was jealous of Drake, but Drake was still friends with Josh, you know, and still liked him. And uh, I think moving on, I think that's why they kind of fell out. Um, but no. My idea for the Drake and Josh reboot is that it's basically both of their lives right now. Josh Peck's and uh, Drake Bell's lives right now. And it somehow starts off where Drake's popular in Mexico, but uh, but uh, in America he got in trouble for child endangerment. <laughs> and so he moves back in with Josh. Drake? What are you doing here? I got in a little trouble. I'm going to have to stay here and crash here for a while. It's like, Drake, what did you do? Uh, well, it's technically, in, I endangered a kid. You're a child endangerer? Or are you calling me a child endangerer? Well, I ain't calling you a child and safer. You know, like, the jokes write themselves, and Josh is like, yeah, you know, I was really into academics for a while, but then I decided to get into acting, you know, for my days as the, the movie theater bandit. Isn't that what... Uh, he played, uh, it's the theater bandit, and it's like, yeah, he moved on, and now he's, he was in a movie with Christopher Nolan, or if they have to make up Nolan Christofferson. Christopher Nosehairs, or whatever, yeah, that'd be a good, you know, and 
and shit like that. And he's like, has like, like, yeah, you know, Vine took off for me, and uh, things have been going great, you know? That'd be the funniest shit ever. That'd be the funniest reboot ever, I swear. Last but not least, though, on this, but, uh, yeah, that was weird. He's like, you know, I'm married, and I have a kid, so a lot of things out there about me, and a lot, he was like, a lot of things were out there about me, and a lot of them are not true. I do have a friend. He said he went to high school with Drake, and it was like when they were filming uh, Drake and Josh, and uh, he basically cheated or whatever to pass tests and shit like that. Uh, he was like, yeah, remember when Vanessa Hudgens' nudes leaked? And I was like, yeah. It's like, well, she dated Drake Bell before that. And, uh, yeah, she started doing that with Drake. Like, she's been doing that for a while. I'm like, Vanessa Hudgens is the coolest chick to ever exist. No doubt in my mind. Sorry, my nose is itchy really bad. Yeah, no doubt in my mind she's a cool chick. Uh, but anyways, though, Jared... A lot of things we could do here. Nevertheless, I'm moving on. On to our last article of, of, uh, this, of this episode. Uh, from Penn Live, Bud Light replacement. American's dad, ultra-right, 100% woke-free American beer is apparently a real brand now. Uh, the Bud Light boycott is apparently still a thing for some after its partnership with trans influencer Dylan Mulvaney because there are still folks on social media swearing off those beers because some of them are also finding it pretty darned tricky to find a replacement because Bud Light is owned by Anheuser-Busch, which has an extensive catalog of beer brands. Enter Seth Weathers. Weathers has apparently identified this as an opportunity and he is going after it because Weathers, who has 30,000 followers on Twitter and described himself as being on a mission to help conservatives unlearn the government lies about food, lose weight, and get in shape, is bringing a beer to the market. He is using just about every adjective there is that might appeal to the new anti-Bud-like crowd to get it sold. That is right. If you hop onto ultrarightbeer.com, you can order yourself a six-pack of American Dad's Ultra Right 100% woke-free American beer. Uh, no idea how this stuff might taste, but it might have the longest name in the beer game. In fact, there are more words in the name than there are ingredients, water, hops, barley, and yeast, in the beers according to the site. Uh, conservatives will no longer complain about big corporations who use our money to indoctrinate our children with their woke garbage. A quoted attributor to Weathers on the site reads, We'll dump them. Chances are, if you have made it this far, you're probably thinking about giving Weathers your money, too, and filling up your cooler with American Dad's ultra-light, 100% woke-free American beer. <coughs> if so... There are some things you should know before ordering. First, according to its site, the beer ships on May 11th, so you will have to wait a bit for that cold one. Considering attention spans in 2023 and the real issue the country faces, it's almost a certainty that the boycott will be long forgotten by then. Maybe not, though. Second, it's an ale. Weathers uh, classifies the follow-up tweet. Not sure that matters to folks who had the palate dialed to Bud Light prior to this whole boycott thing, but just in case... So I'm adding this dude talking. And finally, if you're thinking about making the switch, it's going to cost you. The company site says 
it ships to 42 states and Pennsylvania is one of them, so you're in luck. But the cost of a six pack is $19.99 and that is before shipping tossed in the shipping and you're going to pay a little more than $33 for a six pack to be delivered to Harrisburg. Weathers might have crushed that Bud Light can in the initial social media splash for him Wednesday. Looks like a home run, but the price point for a sixer with an ABV of 4% feels like it's probably going for to be a swig and miss in the end. Yeah, so I'm going to honestly say this because this doesn't sound like it's going to be too shocking. Uh, rednecks aren't going to buy the shit. Like your, your audience is the rednecks, you know. Uh, and it's always a big thing to know your audience. As Ben Folds once said, if you can't draw a crowd, draw dicks on a wall. Uh, so I'm going to say this. Yeah, you're making a craft, like you're making a craft beer that you're selling to the audience of Bud Light. I just, I just feel like you're, you know, you know what audience you want, but it's going to be a long stretch to get them on board. It's kind of like electric cars. And I, I said that if you can get rednecks on board with electric cars or like get them big ass little trucks, and I, I hate fucking trucks, dude. I mean, I don't know. Like if you, if you, it, if your work really needs them, like musicians who have cracked, I'm like, Jesus Christ. It's like, yeah, I'll just put my drums back there. They're all wet now. And uh, and they're all wet and they're dirty. Uh, but, yeah, no, like, you have to get yee trucks, you know. It's like, I like a truck that gets one mile to the gallon and I'm cramped inside of it. Uh, no. Uh, so, yeah, I think the audience is wrong. And, uh, yeah, what what is the beer? <sighs> Anheuser-Busch, they own? How much the shit do they own? That's the question I do have. Like, do they own Natty Light? Because I would assume a lot of people got Natty Light. There's Natty Ice, too. You know, like, this beer only tastes good when it's cold, you know? It's like, if it gets the long... Like, you have to drink it in the fridge for it to taste good. Uh, you know? Uh, PBR, you know? I feel like, feel like, feel like liberals took that one, you know? It's our beer now. Uh, yeah, I think his Bush is on a. I never. I, I took me a little bit to make that connection. It's like Bush Stadium because I know Budweiser's in St. Louis. And I'm like Bush. Oh yeah, they're. Yeah, so, yeah, that's weird. Yeah, you know they they both taste the same too. Like they both taste the same. It's not a big deal. Do you hate gay people but like beer? Well, drink this twenty dollars a six pack. You know how many beers you can buy for twenty dollars. At a normal store, buy a lot. Buy a lot of beer. Buy a lot of beer. Twenty dollars for just beer. You, know, you just buy cheap shit. You know, it's a good deal. Anyways, though, the Bud Light boycott's pretty fucking dumb. Except for when my aunt, uh, we were watching the Mario movie in theater because they took their her grandkids and I was there too. Because I didn't want to watch just the bootleg. I kind of wanted to see it. And uh, and they, they went on Rainbow Road. My aunt's like, oh, is that the Bud Light Bridge? <laughs> so that was good. So anyways, uh, all, anything in this Bud Light boycott, there has been one thing that was kind of funny. So be cool to your school. Have you ever been out in public and thought, hey, look at that fat guy, only for it to turn out to be a mirror and you are in fact the fat guy? That was the moment that kickstarted me into becoming the greatest health expert the world has ever seen. But I wasn't born being built different. Like Joe Cocker before me, I get by with a little help from my friends. And my friends happen to be today's sponsor, FNX Fitness. 
FNX Fitness is committed to creating innovative supplements of the highest quality that provide focus for a productive morning, energy to thrive all day, performance supplements for to reach new goals, unique sleep and recovery formulas to support any sport, and healthy supplements to support an active lifestyle for years to come. I also really enjoy their clothing line that makes you look good while you work out as well. Another thing I love about FNX Fitness is that with every purchase, they donate a gallon of water to a child in need. Start working out smarter, not harder, by using the link in our description today. You can save 15% on your purchase. Go save 15% on some of the best supplements out there when using the link in our description. And remember, when you use our links, you directly support this show. When you're at the beach, you aren't going there naked, letting everyone see your little shrunken pee pee from being in the water. No, you're wearing some sort of clothing to cover up your privates. So why would you let companies you buy products from have access to the privates of your credit cards? That's where today's sponsor privacy comes becomes the clothing for your credit card information. Privacy is the first payment product that keeps your personal information private while being even more convenient than using a physical payment card online. Privacy empowers you to protect your physical card information. Each merchant you share your card information with puts you more at risk to hackers or data breaches. Why not use a privacy card instead? By creating a virtual card with privacy for each merchant you shop with, your physical card is safe and secure. Privacy cards can be paused or closed at any time, preventing any future transactions from being authorized. Privacy cards can also be single use, meaning they close after just one authorized transaction. One of my favorite ways to use privacy is for a service with a free trial that requires you to put in a credit card to sign up. But wait, there's more. By using the link in our description, you can get $5 to spend anywhere. That's money you get to use. So start paying the smart way with privacy. And remember, when you use our links, you directly support this show. Oh, brother, this guy stinks! All right, so another three weeks in a row doing some Thought Catalog articles. Thought Catalog knows who they are. Unlike BuzzFeed, who thinks they're some woke individualist or whatever. So, uh, it's time for us to, yeah, let's just, uh... Let's just jump into it. 20 sexy things guys do that they don't even realize are sexy. Now, I've... <coughs> oh, man. I've been sexy before. To some people. Uh... What? Shut up. <laughs> um, so anyways, yeah, let's just look at it. All right, let's look at the 20 things, us fellas, fellas. Is it sexy to... So anyways, let's, uh, let's look at it. First one we got... First one, we're just off to a great start here. Uh, when they make noise during sex. Moaning, guys are usually pretty quiet during sex, and so any noise that lets us know you're actually enjoying yourself is really exciting. Uh, I think this is one of those things, so... When, when guys watch porn, I'm just saying, ideally, when a guy is watching porn, and usually to watch porn is to jerk off. Uh, if you're going for a laugh, gay old man porn is what you go to, but regular porn uh, is we go to that. Um, and, uh, you know, you're trying to, you know, stay in focus, trying to do that shit. And uh, hearing another man moan is not what you want to hear when you're trying to come. Uh, that's a hundred percent, uh, why you don't hear a lot of guys in porn ever, you know, only during the story part. After that, uh, they just keep it quiet. Uh, but no, fellas, fellas, it's okay to make some noise. I'd be in your, I'd be in your mom's like ear, like, ooh, ooh, ah, 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 
That's how I'd be in your mom's ear. Uh, and shit like that. Uh, so, yeah, fellas, it's okay to make noise during sex. Just, like, make noise that you're, like, make no Like, it is kind of funny because you don't necessarily need... N- neither party needs to make noise for a good... For sexual intercourse to happen. And even be okay, you know? I feel like making noise is a good step to showing, like, hey, I like this. Continue to do this. Especially for women. Women, women, I think, are better on that idea than men. Like, oh, keep doing exactly what you're doing. You know, and I think you can, I think making noise, it's, it's okay. And look, unless you're making porn, if you're porn and you're a guy who's talks during, who makes noises during the porn, shut the fuck up. We didn't ask you a goddamn thing. But in nor- normal sex, where there's no camera on you, shut the fuck up, okay? Number two, when they think, when they... What? Can I read? When they... Okay, I'm not wrong. They did it wrong, okay? I'm going to read it exactly how I'm reading it. Some, you think, like, I'm the dumb one, and then I read it, and I'm not. When they their fingers through their hair while thinking. Uh, I think when they run their fingers through their hair while they're thinking. Run their fingers through their hair, especially when they're doing it subconsciously, like while thinking or after working out to get the sweat off their head, forehead. Hmm. Um. I don't know. I've heard... I've heard, like... I know girls will mess with their hair if they're kind of interested in you. Or, like... I think we all have, like, a weird tick. I always, like... Touch my phone. I'll, like... Cause I get ingrown na- fingernails, and so I like always like stretch. I like stretch it out when I'm like nervous or whatever. Uh, I, I I've always heard like condescending things like girls don't like it when you play with your hair, guys, or girls love it when you play with your own hair. You know, or messing with your own hair. So let's just say for that, it's person to person. Three when they smell good. Smell good, I don't even mean wear cologne, just don't sting. The smell of my husband's deodorant, even after a long day of just being deodorized, can do it for me. There is something, too, I do have to say, when you're wearing a good amount of deodorant, you sweat a little, like, a little bit. Not a lot, sweat a little bit, but, like, the deodorant activates a little bit, and it's, like, it's a little of your own sweat, but it's also the deodorant, too. And... Even a little bit on other people, it doesn't smell the worst. I hope if you get what I'm trying to say, you get it. If you don't, don't call me a freak because that's that's a whole other. You know, you know, f- ladies. That's why I wear the same cologne Harry Styles does. So when you come up to me and you smell me, you know, this is what Harry Styles smells like. But if it was like twelve dollars for the cologne versus the three hundred he pays for it, it's like Tom Ford tobacco vanilla. That's what I use, folks. If you want to know what I smell like, just buy that, you know. Uh, that's how I smell. I'm just built different, you know. But, you know, yeah, no. I'm telling you, that's a good scent. I also just really like vanilla, so that's my that's my jam. Uh, this is the type of guy you get. Uh, when they reach for something high up, this is number four, when they reach for something high up and you can see their stomachs and their happy trail. What? When they yawn and stretch or reach for something high up and their shirts come up a little bit and you can see their stomach and their happy trail. I'm going to... 
I'm gonna I'm gonna make I'm gonna make a, an assumption. Uh, there's a couple specific body types for this, and I'm gonna make a strong suggestion. It's not my body type. It's very much not my uh, very much not my body type. I think no. I like I have friends and like they you know they lost weight, but I look at their before pictures. And I'm like. I wouldn't mind having that body, to be honest with you. I have one of those. I feel like I have like a disgusting, the disgusting type of fat guy body. And people are like, oh, I don't know, you don't seem very disgusting. I'm like, I work on it. <laughs> I really do work on it. People are like, you spend a lot of time just like prepping yourself in the bathroom. I'm like, that's so you're not uncomfortable. Just letting you know that. Number five, when they fix things. Just being handy drives me wild when my boyfriend fixes something or puts something together. Is it when the person you like fixes things? Or are we talking about when any man fixes things? It's a turn on to you. Because I've seen plumbers. I've seen plumbers. I've seen electricians. I've seen guys who install internet to your home. And I gotta tell you. Not a lot of those guys are attractive. I'm, gonna, I'm just going to be honest with you. Ladies, gonna be, sometimes you need to be a little more specific, a little more Pacific, you know, uh, Pacific on what you're trying to say here. Uh, number six, they are sweet to kids or pets. When they are sweet to kids or pets, it's just biology, I guess. Hmm. That is a weird thing, because I don't know if I really believe that, because I love kids. Well, I don't love kids. I like hanging out with kids because they're funny and brutally honest and mean. Uh, and it's kind of funny to me. Uh, pets, I love fucking love. Okay. Nothing better. Getting a couple drinks in you. Or smoke a joint. And you find a small animal, like a small dog. Cats. And you just see that there's nothing better than finding a cat when you're under the influence. There's nothing better that's the reason cats exist. It's just like, you know, you're a cat. You're living in the house. Uh, you know, you, you like sitting on your owner's lap. You like getting pets, you know. You're one of those cats, you know. Like, uh, you can't be like, come here, come here, come here. But, like, the cat will just come to you, you know. That's how it is, you know. This is the type of guy you get. But then, like, you're under the influence of something. I'm like, it's the best. It's the best. Um, number seven, when they're supportive... Honestly, being supportive, whatever I'm having a bad day or worried about something, my boyfriend is always there for me, telling me that everything will be fine or just letting me vent to him. Even then, I'm in a bad mood. I get a little turned on, LOL. Uh, I, I, like, I like the idea. You know, that's just more just a valuable thing with, like, a partner to have when they're just supportive. And, and I, I don't know. Is it, is it, you know, I'm not I'm not married. So is it wrong for me to say that you should be, you know, you should partner up with someone who is supportive of you. Is it wrong of me to say that? Like, because I love, I love getting your, I get some of your comments. You're like, you're not, you know, bro, we already know you're not married. We already know you don't have anyone. Like, shut the fuck up. First of all, you're lucky to have fucking thick skin. And second of all, uh, no, I just feel like, I don't know if it's like a turn on, like, I'm like, I want to fuck right now. But like, that's just something, I don't know. That's something for me as a guy. And honestly, you know, when a woman, and that's the problem, you know, and I, it's so, it's such a hard story when you hear like, there's women, women, there's probably some of you listening today 
that a guy is really into you, and probably the reason he's really into you is because you're not a shitty person. You're just a nice person, and you're just friendly to everyone, and he's in love with you. But you're you're not you not want you don't want to fuck him. You don't want to start a life with him. You're just nice to him. That's 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 the real turn on. I'm kind of thinking about this here, uh, but uh. No one told you life was gonna be this way. But, it's a, but that's a friend's reference, so. <laughs> so we had to do that. Uh, so yeah, just, just, if you're in a relationship, you should be supportive of your partner if you're just one bad fucking shit to happen to him. It's uh, like, I, hate, I fucking hate the comedy. I hate my wife. I'm like, okay. No one forced you to marry them. It's, unless you're Indian, maybe. I don't know. Even, in, even like Indian people, they're like, well, they arrange marriages and shit, like, it's their choice to go into an arranged marriage, right? That's how it works. Number eight, when they're knowledgeable and helpful about a subject. Hmm. Because usually when uh, this topic comes up, it's called mansplaining, and that's what mansplaining is. Uh, ladies, mansplaining is... <laughs> no, that's a good joke, though. Fucking... Uh, that, yeah, well, I know, I do know women like guys who have hobbies, and fellas, have a hobby, have something for your own shit, don't be like, there's some guys who don't, like, have hobbies, like, their hobbies are, like, getting a girlfriend and doing things with their girlfriends, like, bro, that's so fucking sad of life, yeah, get your own shit going on, you know, I feel like it's good just to have, you know, just have your own shit going on, and then, uh, find a partner to fit around that, you know, that's how you do it. You know those guys. You know those guys I'm talking about. Like you, like they're always hanging out with you. They're always kind of part of the group, hanging out. And uh, they get a girlfriend, and they're gone forever. Like you never see them again. We all know that guy. Number nine. When they wear a plain black T-shirt. Uh, wearing a plain black T-shirt. No idea why, but I do love my husband in a plain black tee. I think you like your husband. I bet. I'm gonna make a guess here. Plain black tee. I'm gonna make a guess. I'm assuming you're. I'm gonna assume you're a lady here. Uh, that you watched Grease as a kid, Grease specifically, and that was your sexual. There was like something. Your your downstairs area started feeling funny. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Uh, so. Yeah, I bet, I bet that's why. And then you like your husband. But, like, you saw James Gandolfini wearing a black shirt. You're not going to be like, I want to fuck him right now. Like, that's... Let's all be realistic here. We're just being realistic with this shit. We're realistic with it. This is a very realistic show, you know? Uh-huh. Number 10. When they whisper in her ears. What? When he washes his hair, when he is being a pest and has this shit-eating grin and giggles, when I'm being a pest and he gets this grin and just says, you're going to get it if you keep this up. When he whispers in my ear, oh, God, my panties hit the ground so hard and he doesn't even have to be whispering anything sexy. When he rides his motorcycle, when he wears a suit, when he is asleep and he reaches out for me and squishes us together, when I'm sick or hurting and taking care of me, when he is dancing like a loon just because he can, when he gets insanely excited for something and gets really passionate about it. I've also, I re realized while reading this that panties, 
That's that's how I would usually say it. But when I'm reading it, because I'm trying to be funny, uh, my panties, you say it, panties. You really emphasize that T sound. If you're, it's really funny. Apparently, I actually just realized this is not even anything on topic. But, like, I remember a friend sent me, like, a meme. It was like, your jaw is, like, there's a lot of pressure, you know, like, holding your jaw up, like, you know. And you're, like, you know, like a flexing type of feeling, holding your jaw in place. And I'm like, I don't have that. I've been taking, studying voice and shit like that. My, my, uh, mouth just naturally can kind of rest open. There's not a lot of tension and, uh, it's not tight, you know, around your jaw. So I have that. And, uh, why did I... That's why I can do so many great accents. Say there, you want some popsicles? Plenty of popsicles, gentlemen. Say there. No, Mr. Mr. Superman, no here, no. No. I clean, we need no wind yet. <laughs> it's Elmo. Elmo's coming to play. <laughs> what other accents can I do? Uh, well, I guess it's official. We're now on Facebook. I don't know what to think about this at the start, but then somebody told me something that just started making all kinds of sense. She said, think about it more as a conversation. I like that. But then I'm starting to find on my own, it's wiping out the walls between you and me. And I really like that. Oh, And I really like that. I'm going to do a decent Garth. I think I really could. I would be the perfect person to play Garth in a biopic. Uh, I, but we're gonna, we have to stay true to the character. Okay. We have to stay true to the character and show every murder and have a backstory for every person. <laughs> Number 11, when they perform manual labor. I think you just want chores done around your house, okay? Number 11, when they perform manual labor. I'm just so fucking turned on right now. Honestly, though, ladies, if there's a chore you really want your man to do, just be like, all right, I'm going to give you a blowy. But after that, you have to do this specific, uh, specific chore or whatever. Every guy will be like, all right. And, uh, they, you know, they, you know, she sucks the kidney stone right out of your dick. And, uh, then you go on doing chores the rest of the day, but you're like relaxed and in a good mood doing it. So it's even better. Uh, number 12, when they make good eye contact, I think that differs person to person. I'm a little bad at eye contact. Uh, I, I don't know. It makes me nervous. I don't know. I have anxiety, folks. I take my meds, okay? I take my meds. Uh, sometimes it just makes me uncomfortable, and I don't like it. So, uh, But I will make eye contact. It's not that bad. I don't know. Why, why does eye contact feel weird to me? That is a weird thing for me. I, I, I know how to fake it, so if people are thinking, like, oh, oh, yeah, he makes really good eye contact. I'm like, no. I'm, like, looking at a spot on your face, that looks like it's going close to the eyes, but it's not the eyes. I'm not going to, it's hard to look directly in the eyes, but I can make it pretend. Pretending is fun. Number 13, when they expose their forearms. I have heard about this one. Like you roll up, like it's better to buy, if you're wearing a button-up shirt, uh, it's better to buy a long sleeve button-up shirt and roll back the sleeves looks better than like a, typically like a short sleeve these are like nice shirts, not like your fucking Hawaiian shirt. Hawaiian shirts, the 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 official uniform of a chubby guy who wants to get laid. <laughs> like that is uh, Tommy Bahamas when uh, you get divorced for the first time and you're kind of fat. <laughs> but uh, no, 
I do have fat guy. I have some fat guy button ups. <laughs> like I'm, I'm only human after all. I'm only human after all. Don't put the blame on me. Number fourteen. When they're like, "Yes, ma'am." Someone wants a sub, and honestly, between Domino's and Subway, I will pick Subway. I think. Domino's is trash pizza. And I hear people talking like their favorite chain is Domino's. I don't know because, you know, in the place I've lived, like when I lived in Kansas, we didn't have a Domino's. Every place I've lived in Missouri had a Domino's. And they all tasted like cardboard. The closest Domino's to me in Nashville. The the cheese bread, they have like this cheese bread. And honestly, I'll just get two of those. And like if I'm going to eat Domino's, that's what I get. But uh, even the one I had, even the most of all I've had in Nashville have been, like, ass. Uh, so, I don't know. Every Domino's, but people in California are like, yeah, if I'm going to get a pizza, I just go Domino's, you know? I'm like, is Domino's better in California or Los Angeles, or what's going on? I can't figure that out. Yeah, we're talking about sexy things guys do, right? Not talking about my opinion on Domino's. Why don't I even come to that? Oh, yeah, yes, ma'am. I don't even, I can't remember how I got to there. 15, when they drop the macho facade and get vulnerable. Now, now, I've spoke on this a lot. And people are like, that's, it's fat Andrew Tate. I'm like, first of all, me and Andrew Tate don't look alike, so I can't be the fat version of him, okay? We're, so, first, so first of all, we can't do that. Second of all, uh, I, I've known about the guy before you did. And the reason why I know of him, because he made fucking goofy videos like, women should clean unprompted. And he's like, my credit card never declines. I'm like, do you have, like, overdraft protection or something? Uh, but women, like, they don't like a guy who's vulnerable. They like a guy who's not vulnerable. And then when they like it when he gets vulnerable. That makes sense. Like, if you're just a guy who cries all the time, women are, their dr- pussy dries up. Like, it just dries up. Like, men like this, it's very vulnerable. It's just like a guy who doesn't. Be vulnerable, like when he gets vulnerable, it's a turn on for him. So uh, you gotta you gotta bottle up your feelings, or just get a therapist and don't fuck your therapist. I, I told y'all I'm going to therapy. I don't want to fuck my therapist. It'd be funny if she started fucking listening to this show. <laughs> She'd be like, sorry, I don't want to fuck you, therapist. Therapist, I know, I know your name. I'm just not gonna say it. Huh? <laughs> um, sixteen. When they act protective in a non creepy way, I actually do think that that's a good thing. You know, like, you, first of all, yeah, there, there's a way to not be creepy about it, but, like, wh- you know, you know, some guys, they have good intentions, because, like, I'm not, I'm not a creep. I'm, I'm, I'm not a creep, but I'm a weirdo. So I was like, you know, if you're going out bar drinking, you, you, I don't know, when I, you know, we go out with friends or whatever, we go to a bar, I do, I do kind of, like, we need to keep tabs on the ladies. Not, like, in a bad way. Just, like, hey, no one, like, she didn't just disappear out of nowhere, right? We, you know, you got to keep, you know, keep track of where they are, you know, or whatever. You know, you, you know what I'm saying? You just can't be, like, I think some guys do that to try to fuck, and I just do it to make sure that they don't die. <laughs> so, uh... That's rough, buddy. That's that's the difference. You're protecting her to try to get laid. I'm protecting her because I don't want it on my guilty conscience. We're not the same. Uh, 17, when they show physical strength. This is why guys are lifting chairs at church. Uh, that's why they're lifting so many goddamn chairs, because they know the women are watching. 
They know the women are watching when you lift those chairs. And I got to tell you, people are, I could be like, ah, that's a funny joke, but I'm part of the problem. I was part of, I don't go to church anymore, but I was part of the problem. Like, I was, like, I'd, 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 you know, show six chairs in my hand, you know, just to impress those girls. It's, you know, it's, uh, you know, if you want to know about Christian dating rituals, uh, putting away chairs is one of them. You know, that's how you find a mate and shit like that. 18, when they get the occasional gray hair. I think it's just more common that women are attracted to older men. I feel like, for the most part, we're going to... We're going to pretend we're all, we all have a good morals and shit that uh, men are into younger looking women, but women are into older looking men. And so gray hairs aren't really a bad thing for, that's the last thing about being a man. That's the last thing about being a man getting older. It's like, one, you're always able to have children. Like, unless you get surgery or you already had a problem or uh, you put your balls in the microwave, uh, you will not, you will always be able to have kids. But women, like, you know, there's a time clock. So that's about man, it's like, oh, wow, I'm going to be 30 and not married. I'm like, I'm not, I'm not concerned because I'm like, one, I don't want kids right now. I don't even know if I want kids at all for the most part. Uh, and two, 25-year-olds uh, are always going to exist, so I'm not too worried. 19, when they speak a second language, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Have you seen those Indian guys who work at call center lines? You're like, Hello, my name is Sarik, send Bob and Vagine. Are those guys attractive to you? Oh, yeah, they speak two languages. You better show them your Bob and Vagine. And our last one, uh, when they wear leather gloves. What the f- Wear leather gloves? I've discussed this with many of my friends, and we don't quite know why, but a well-dressed man plus leather gloves, instant lady... B- what? The fuck is that? Leather gloves? Like... So I want to know, like, the specifics, you know, there's circumstances you wear leather gloves. And I'm looking at, like, black leather gloves, you know. You you may need, we may, the original patent for the car may have required us to use gloves. Because it's called a glove box. Like, it's called a glove box for a reason. I know it's a helmet your mother joke, but it's called a glove box for a reason. So, I don't know what to say. But I don't get the leather gloves thing. I know women... Women are into hands like men are into feet. Not me, though. I'm not into feet. My friend TJ of Ghost Town Remedy, I think they're releasing a new song this Friday, so go pre-save that shit. Um, I'm not, but you can. Uh, I'm not that interested in that. But, uh, yeah, he's into feet. I'm not. But, uh, yeah. But, uh, women are into, yeah, women are into hands like guys are into feet. So, fellas, you gotta clip. That's the nice thing, and I'll say this before we move on to our next segment. I will say... The best thing about playing guitar and teaching your your sons, your your penis havers, uh, the ones who are gonna who are trying to fuck women, those those children of yours. The reason why you teach them why they need to keep up with their nail maintenance and like trim their nails short is because that way, you know, one guitar makes you have to do that, or else it's like it just feels uncomfortable. You have a rough time, like your nails are on the fingerboard, and it, ugh, I hate that feeling. But uh, it's like. Uh, nails on a chalkboard kind of for me but uh yeah but the real reason you know it's trimming them for guitar use but then fingering ladies if you know what I'm saying (laughs) having a good time folks 
Okay. Some water. <laughs> so I mentioned on the top of the episode, I've been watching a lot of catfish. And uh, I watched a ton of catfish back in 2018. And had little bits about how I talked about it. But I, never <coughs> but I realized I've never talked about it on Cancer Sweezy. So today's the day, folks. We talk about catfish for the first time. And I gotta say, the show's changed a lot since I stopped uh, watching it. One thing specifically, uh, Cammy Crawford, she joined the show. I think I stopped watching the show in 2018. Uh, you know, I just had life happen. And I just didn't watch it from there. But I didn't know Max left the show and Cammy like came forward. And I like Cammy a lot. Uh, people, I guess she gets a lot of uh, internet hate for being like the bad guy, but I'm like. You're finding people, like, some of the shittiest people who are trying to manipulate other people. It's okay to be a little bit of a dick to make some, like, to fix someone's life, you know. Anyways, though, let's talk about catfish. Let's do, let's do a good catfish segment, for real. This is Cancel Sweezy's take on catfish. The TV show. Not the movie. I couldn't get through the movie, but, uh, I don't know if I'll continue that. This is uh, the Wikipedia's bio for it. Catfish, the TV show, often shortened to Catfish, is an American reality-based documentary television series airing on MTV about the truths and lies of online dating. The series is based on the 2010 film Catfish and premiered on November 12, 2012. It is co-hosted by Nev Shulman and Kami Crawford. Mac Joseph served as a co-host for the show's first seven seasons. His last episode aired August 22, 2018. Crawford was a guest co-host in numerous episodes of season seven and joined the main cast in in the show's eighth season along alongside Shulman. Uh, so, yeah. That's the show, basically. Basically, if you want to know what happens uh, during the show... Actually, that just... That didn't actually give a good bio. Basically, what happens is we have some fucking dumbasses, all right? We, we all know a dumbass. And we have, we've all met a dumbass who's been in a relationship with someone on the internet. Like, we all know that dumbass. And turns out that person is probably not real, and they end up breaking them. You know, I feel like we all at least know someone who's been catfished, but the nice thing about catfish is, like, I don't know what they do. They pay these people to come forward and admit that they were wrong or whatever, but, like, catfish does it. And the thing is, so, so like, an example of what would happen on the show Catfish is that me, so say I'm on Facebook, I get a friend request from a hot chick, you know, this chick who's hot. And let's just say she's an anime cosplay girl, which is fucking awesome. And she's, like, half Japanese. You know, those half Japanese girls do it for me every time. Uh, and basically, you get that. So you start messaging them and talking about them, and you really find out you have a connection with them because uh, you, they're, they're kind of manipulating you in that essence or whatever. Or making you feel good, you know. Two people are interested in each other and they kind of like it. So, yeah, basically like that happens. And so you meet someone on the internet. So if you ever... And I feel like there's a lot of people who've just met someone online, you know, just through Facebook or whatever. And they had a relationship. And I don't know if they... I can't remember good examples of ones that turned out fine, but it is what it is. Uh, that's why you don't get married so quickly. Uh, so basically that. And so they're like... The next level is like, okay... Let me get your phone number, and we can just, like, text like normal people and have phone calls like normal people. And since we're long distance, uh, technology exists now. Like, I was in, like, long distance relationships, like, 
2008, 2009, 2010, and this one girl, okay? And, you know, it was always able. We just, like, got on Skype. And now you can just get on fucking Zoom. It's easy. You know, and these people always have excuses. Like, oh, I can't talk on the phone with you for some reason. They have an excuse for that. They can't talk on the phone. They can't video chat. There's, like, no way they're ever going to be able to video chat. Like, even though it's, like, I can only video chat one hour a day. But, like, and that's, I have to be sneaky about it. You're like, okay. You just be sneaky about it. And you're like, okay. So a lot of people do that, but they continue on relationships, and they, their relationship only exists through texts or messages. And sometimes it's like, yeah, we only talk on Facebook. Or we only talk on Kick, Kick, or we only talk on WhatsApp. Like we don't, I don't have her actual phone number or whatever, because her she said her phone got disconnected. It's always some dumbass bullshit thing, and so it's like okay, red flags. And a lot of times these people are like, "Can you send me money?" And guys are like, "Sure," and they go to fucking Western Union. And I've only heard about Western Union transfer, Western Union transfers. Those always just sound like scams. Like, is Western Union? I know the money transfers used to be like a big thing at one time before the internet. But, like, now it's like, if you're using Western Union, you're a scam artist. Like, it's only, they're like a business built on scam artists, Western Union is. And it's kind of fucking crazy, to be honest with you. But, you know, we have, you know, they're always asking for money, and usually with Western, Western Union has two ways you can pick up money. It's always Western Union, too. I don't know. As, are they the only ones you do who help catfish people? Uh, you can either, like, present your identification, which I'm going to tell you, I would always, that's, if you're going to send someone money through Western Union, the sketchiest uh, way to send someone money, uh, you could, you, I would say, give, make sure their identification is on hand. Or... The other option is you could create quiz questions and answer it. So, and a lot of these people are sending fucking no one money, and sometimes they're like, I'm in a relationship with Katy Perry. There's a whole fucking episode, Katy Perry. They find the girl pretending to be Katy Perry, and the guy's like, nope, she's not it. It's not, that's not who I've been talking to, who can't talk on the phone because she's Katy Perry and she's famous, and she's only fake dating Orlando Bloom and shit. Like, goddamn, dude. Uh, realize it. So... So they go to the show, and that's why they call Max and Eve, because they're getting catfished by someone, and they just want to figure out, if, are they talking to the real person, or am I, or are they talking to someone who's catfishing? And every possibility has been explored on the show, I'm telling you. The actual person who's just kind of shitty and will video chat or call, shit like that. And then uh, guys talking to men, <laughs> just men. A lot of gay couples on Catfish. Well, I do have to say that there's a lot of gay couples I mean, there's an equal amount of straights, but, like, anyone looking for love is a victim to catfish. Like, anyone could... You're, just because you're gay doesn't mean you can't be a fucking idiot. That's really the true thing. So, my favorite part of catfish... Some of my favorite parts of catfish, I'm going to get into... I have two favorite parts. The first part of catfish is when Neve and either Cammy or Max, you know, which, whatever season you're on, sometimes they even have other guests, what they do is uh, they're like, all right, so we have the information. So the catfishy sends them all the information, like the phone number they're using. A lot of times they're just like text apps or phone apps, you know. Uh, any, like the places they've lived, um, just any information they can give. And if they have other questions, they probably just text back and forth, you know. Do you think they're using some FBI, CIA level 
fucking technology to be tracking down these people. No, they are not. They're using a Google search. Uh, they occasionally use the website Spokio, and Spokio, I, I did a little bit. Like I just put my friend's phone numbers in there to see what happens. Um, it gets pretty close. <coughs> it, it does get pretty close. Um, it's only so much it can get you, but like you can pay, like there's like $15 for three months, or but you have to pay three months up top, or $20 a month. Uh, or you could pay like, say you don't use it that much, but so you could pay like a dollar to unlock information, you know, stuff like that. Nothing, but they majority use like Google and Facebook. And if I think a woman is going to catfish me, which I've, I've been on Tinder, there's chicks who are like, let's fuck, let's have sex tonight. And I've been thinking with my dick, I'm like, okay. And they're like, but first I need you to like be verified on this website. They're going to ask you for your credit card information. However, though, it's not going to charge you. Uh, and out of curiosity, I found like a, like a canceled credit card or whatever. And I put it in the website and uh, it tried to charge the card. So, fellas, don't fall for that. They're sending you nudes on Tinder and then texting you on an Android phone. They're fake. Uh, but for the most part, all they do is just Google these people. Like, well, we found the real person in these pictures, uh, but let's figure out who that is. So they look at the phone number, and uh, they even try just calling the phone number, and sometimes they're like, yeah, I'll meet you. Like, they just they just do that. Hey, I'm from Catfish. You want to meet up? Yeah. So, like, there's something behind the scenes. They're like, they're paying these people to come out, you know? Like, we're trying to make entertainment, so all you have to do is ruin your reputation and be on national television, and we will give you money. We will give you $60. I assume it's probably not 6 I assume they're giving at least 100 bucks to show up, uh, but we'll give you $60 if you confess about being a catfish and how you're catfishing people for money. Okay, <laughs> hundred bucks, a hundred bucks. Uh, that's like my favorite part, like where they just do a Google search, like, like as if uh, these dumb dumbs. The type of guy you get. Like as if these dumb dumbs could not have done this themselves. Like, so people were like you people were like they're porn stars pictures. Like there's clearly they're clearly porn stars. Their pictures like the models' names are like <laughs> have like fucking. And like sometimes I'm just like, oh, there's a watermark of the photographer. Let's talk to the photographer. Hey, uh, we found one of your pictures. It's like a blonde chick or whatever. Is her name this? No. <laughs> she like that. It's like, she like, they just go to the photographer. It's like, it's just so fucking easy to figure out someone's scamming you. But like, I, I just can't, I just don't get it. Uh, the next, my other favorite part, I'm telling you, my other favorite part is that Sometimes these people realize that the picture they're talking to is not the person they're talking. They've been taught that's not the person they're talking to. So in their mind, they're like, you know, I have a real connection with this person. So maybe, you know, I know there's a lot of lies at the beginning of it. Maybe it could work out. And so, like, this person is not good looking to begin with. It's like a 12 out of 10 messaging this, like, 5 out of 10 in, like, middle of nowhere, Missouri. Like, she's a 5 out of 10 in Missouri. Okay. <clears throat> so, like, these ugly guys already, they're like, maybe a 6 out of 10, maybe have at least, maybe have a couple things going for them, you know, that make them valuable. Uh, they walk out of the, someone, a lot of times it's always like a house, like, they walk out, the real person they've been talking to walks out of the house, and it's someone who's not attractive. It, it's rarely, 
uh, it's very rarely someone super attractive, and they just give them a look, and they're like, ugh. And that is my that is one of my favorite parts. I'm just like, you're no better. You're first of all, you're just the dumbest person alive because you got manipulated by someone uh, on the internet pretending that's you while they gave you clear signs that they're not real. And then second off, you're like, you're like, you're the one. It's just you're the one to be judging this shit. That's crazy, dude. It's so crazy. Uh, and then there's Neve, uh, the host of the show. And I can't remember, if, is he a genius or a fucking dumbass? Because he has himbo vibes. Like, he's kind of a himbo. Like a bimbo, but a guy bimbo. We call him himbos. He's kind of, a, but like, he's also like, he's able to track these people down. I don't know if he's like, really good at tracking people down, or like, MTV uh, gives him a good laptop to Google shit on. Like, I don't know. I don't know, and I can't get a read on him. It's like, is he smart or dumb? He, he's giving off a lot of himbo vibes to me. You're like, he's like, He's always, he's surprised at every catfish. He's like, wait, 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 wait. You've been texting him, but you're not in the picture? That's not you in the picture? You're pretending to be that person? What the hell is going on here? Like, he does that every episode, and I don't get it. He's surprised every time. He's just surprised. And I love people like that. That's why uh, the show Tobro, uh, I wish they would have done more than six episodes, because, like, uh, basically, Tobro, basically what he does is, like, people either have, like, uh, corns or uh, fungus or, or like, ingrown toenails, and then he removes them for people. And then they always, like, take off the person's sock to see what the damage is going on, what's going on with this fucking foot. And he's like, oh, my God. Every time, like, when you're a doctor, you shouldn't be saying, oh, if you say, oh, my God, after showing, if you're seeing something of a patient, uh, it better be significantly different. You can't be saying, oh, my God, everything. You're like, all right, yeah, it looks like you have fucking stomach cancer. All right, let's see what we can do from here. Here's the best thing for your recovery. <laughs> You're just like, oh, my God, you have stomach cancer. I've never seen this in my life. Like, you've seen that in your fucking life, dude. But uh, I do want to end this uh, little segment. I want to talk about... I actually have two things I want to talk about. Uh, li- of all places, the website LinkedIn... Uh, has this, and uh, they had this article, and I just want to read it, or read a little bit about what I'm reading. What is the psychology of a catfisher? A 2020 study found that there may be link a link between attachment anxiety and avoidance for both catfish perpetrators and target. Attachment anxiety is characterized by fear of abandonment and a need for constant reassurance, while attachment avoidance is characterized by a worriness of intimacy and a tendency to withdraw from close relationships. Individuals who engage in catfishing often do so because they struggle with low self-esteem or lack of self-confidence. In some cases, catfishing can be a symptom of more significant mental health issues such as depression, anxiety, or loneliness. If you suspect that you or someone you know is struggling with the darker side of catfishing, it is vital to seek professional help. A registered psychotherapist can provide support and guidance that can be helped to address the underlying issue with treatment individuals who engage in catfishing can learn to build healthier, happier relationships and develop a more positive self, sense of self. So that's nice. But yeah, no, I think that's that makes sense. And like you, you kind of get that. But I want to know if there's something even more uh, sinister. Like some people are just very sinister. I'm like, yeah, I just want money. I want to own some pieces of some cities. You know, and then some guys, you know, just want the, some people just want the validation. That's, I think a lot of women do it just for like the validation and probably for money. A lot of women do, a lot of people are doing it for money, uh, to be honest with you. It's like, dude, this fucking porn star has been messaging me. She won't talk to me on the phone. Uh, she says she doesn't like her voice, even though I've heard her voice on every porn. 
and shit like that. So, uh, um, but like, here's the conclusion I think I want to say here today. We know catfishing is wrong. Like we know you're, you're trying to manipulate someone and take advantage of them. We know shit like that is very wrong. We all know that. We all have morals. You listen to this show, you have morals. But I feel like the victims are more to blame. I'm, I'm kind of victim blaming in this situation. Because you should know, you're a grown adult. You should know better. You shouldn't, it, it just should be common number, knowledge if you're on the internet. It should be common knowledge that you know, like, all right, I messaged this woman on the internet. She's 10 times out of my league, all right? And she wants to be in a relationship with me, you know? Sometimes that happens, you know, and it works. However, she won't do a video chat with me. Uh, she won't talk on the phone with me. She will only do it through texts uh, and, uh, or not even text. Sometimes it's like Facebook Messenger or WhatsApp or Plenty of Fish, you know. Plenty of Fish is should basically just be named Catfish. So I don't know. I feel like the victims are kind of the dumb ones here. Uh, but also, catfishing someone is wrong, but being catfished, like, sometimes I feel like you kind of deserve that for what you did and what you're doing in life, because uh, evolution or survival of the fittest and nat uh, natural selection should have just taken you out, uh, or else we're turning into the movie, uh, that one movie with Owen Wilson's brother or whatever. I can't remember the name. Have you ever cracked open a cold one with the boys? The vibes are on, then all of a sudden, you are out of cold ones. Though the vibes are still on, the vibes will soon go off because you are out of cold ones. There's no need to drive when you're under the vibes. That's why today's sponsor, Drizzly, is here to make sure that the vibes continue. Drizzly gets all your favorite beer, seltzer, wine, whiskey, and much more delivered directly to your home. With their easy-to-use mobile app, we are getting one step closer to never leaving our homes. You know it's a saying something when it's being praised as the Amazon for liquor. Drizzly is my go-to app for getting all the booze I need so I can do other things. So using our link in the description today, you can save $5 off your first purchase through Drizzly. Drizzly has proprietary ID verification technology that it provides to its retail partners that allows drivers to scan IDs for more than a barcode to make sure the purchaser is over 21 years old in the U.S. and of legal drinking age in Canada. Retailers on Drizzly may have a minimum order or delivery fee. So using our link in the description, get $5 off your first order with Drizzly. And remember, when you use our links, you directly support this show. You're not a boomer who still goes to what our ancient civilizations called a store. You buy everything on the internet like a modern individual. What if I could tell you that you could be saving more on your purchases by only making a few clicks on your computer? That's where today's sponsor, Honey, will change your life. Honey is a free browser extension you can download using the link in our description of this episode. Honey searches the entire internet for promo code, coupon codes, free shipping, and anything else that will save you money when buying things online. It's 100% free and at no point will you have to pay for it with all of those many, many microtransactions. It's as simple as pressing a single button and you can start saving money. Not using Honey is basically throwing money away that could be saved for more important things. I recently had to get business cards uh, for myself and Honey literally saved me 60% on a, like a pack of 500 business cards, it was amazing. Add the Honey extension to your browser today for free by using the link in our description of this episode. And when you support, uh, when you use our links, you directly support this show. Oh no! Our table! It's time for Oh No Our Table, the part of the podcast 
where I answer your questions. Called Ask Sweezy, formerly known as Ask Sweezy, currently known known as Oh No Our Table. Uh, if you don't know what that video, if you don't know what Oh No Our Table, uh, look up Oh No Our Table, and just click on the first. The first one will be right, <laughs> and it's my probably. I I have to say that may be my favorite video on the internet because. Surface level, it's a kid stacking bricks on a glass table and is, and is in utter shock that more bricks broke the table. That's the ground surface. And then you're like, because well, there's so many layers to it, why was he stacking bricks on a glass table? Uh, did he think that stacking bricks on a glass table would not break the bricks? Uh, why is he so shocked that this happened? Uh, the kid at the end who says, well, why the table broke? Uh, who, we all have like, a, it's not like, I would say like a family member who's like a little kid, like let's say six years old, uh, to be more specific. And they're always just, they're kind of like, what you doing? Kind of kid, you know? And it's like, it's, you know, it's. A good thing as a human to have that attribute, like, hey, what's going on? What's, what's she doing, you know? Being curious, trying to learn shit. But then it's also like you're a child, and the adult, per se, would not want to uh, psychologically mess up the child. And uh, that's what I think I remember my friend's kid was like, uh, I was going to hit my vape pen. And my friend and my cousin's daughter was like, I was like, I need to walk downstairs. And I think my phone was down there too. So I'm like, perfect excuse. And like, I was getting my phone. I was like, I'm coming with you. I'm like, I'm not going to smoke in front of a child. You know, anyways, though, um, let's just jump into it. Should I masturbate before sex? That's rough, buddy. Uh, so later today, I most likely will be losing my virginity. I've seen a lot of stuff on the internet that makes me believe a lot of men masturbate before doing it to last longer. I usually last around five minutes the first time and 20 to 50 minutes the second time I masturbate in one day. So it makes sense to me. All right, so... I do, I do want to tell you, I, I want to tell you, brother, it's not, I hope you're a teenager. I hope you're like 17. And she is 17, too. 17, I do say, if you're going to lose your virginity underage, 17 is the perfect. I, I really do think 17. Not because it's my age. was my age. We, nevertheless, he persisted. Um, but yeah, so... I do want to tell you, first of all, with masturbate, I can't believe we didn't, we didn't even do this. What? Uh, we were not, I'm just not utterly, I'm like, I'm just like, all right, I'm going to answer your question. I'm going to be, I'm going to be serious for a moment. I have to say though, just because you can last a long time with your hand does not necessarily translate to real vagina because an actual vagina feels better than your hand. Uh, and if you're the kind of person who's like, nah, I, I get more pleasure in jerking off. We're talking to the penis average here. Uh, I get more pleasure jerking off. That's a psychological thing. You got to see someone about that. But anyways, though, it's, it's well, hand job. Would I rather give myself a hand job or receive the worst hand job of my life? No lube, just, 
just straight sandpaper, you know, on your dick, you know. Uh, no, no, no type of lube. Uh, I would rather just do it myself. I was never the, the spitting guy. Like if I needed lube, I'm never a spitting guy. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna, I, I, I never use spit for lube. Okay. That's the guy I am, you know, and I don't even, as far as I say with women, uh, I'm fat for a reason. I eat a lot. Uh, if you know what I'm saying. Uh, but yeah, so just realize that the hand cannot replace the the vagina but or the bowel i don't know what you're into uh so i want to say that doesn't mean anything like when you say i last five minutes the first round and 20 50 minutes the second time i think i think you kind of realize something important where there is like a recharge time fellas fellas we got to be we got to be figuring out our recharge times uh because, like, guys were like, I just nut in 30 seconds, and you're like, all right, we're done. Like, no, you're not done. You have a partner. And you came into an agreement where you were going to make each other's genitals feel good uh, and, to, make them cl- and to, to create a climax. You know how climax is both a sex term and a movie term? That's weird, right? I'm not the only one there. So, yeah, I, I will tell you there, yeah. Uh, but, uh, no, um, yeah, so jerking, I, I mean, I'm a girl, man, I'll tell you. I jer- if, I, if I think sex could possibly happen, and a lot of times I'm wrong, but if I think that, I will jerk off, you know. It could be, like, five, six hours beforehand. Uh, you know, and, yeah, no, it is something to say that uh, I think that if you're, a kind, if you're the kind of guy that nuts pretty fast with a woman you definitely should figure out recharge time because you need to be like, all right, I'm going to let you know this. Because, like, women women will understand that shit uh, because it just sounds, you know, you're making an effort and you're going to do what you need to do. Uh, but but telling them, hey, I'm not really fast, but we do more foreplay or I just start eating you out and I recharge, you know, men need to recharge a little bit. And I come back and, you know, we do it, you know. But you have to be realistic. You may not come the second time. Sometimes you just finish her off and then you go from there. And a lot of women, you know, women also, some women don't get it from penetration. So uh, sometimes you just got to get an eating disorder, an eating disorder for pussy. Ashamed of my vagina, uh, how to get over it? And you said you're 20 years old and you're a female. Uh, I've already lost my virginity and dated two guys in those relationships. We had an active sexual life. Nowadays, I'm seeing a guy and I really like him. I also want to have sex with him, but I feel very ashamed of my vagina. One lip is visible bigger than the other, and that makes me uncomfortable during sex. I'm also thinking to do a reduction surgery later. I know that is something sup- that is something super normal, but I can't get over it and feel confident. Any tips? All right, ladies, men don't care about your labias. We will make the roast beef joke. We will make the roast beef joke. But in regards to is it a turn off? If a guy is turned off by that shit, like that guy's not getting laid. Like he's like, I can't handle a meaty vagina or like a meaty vagina. <laughs> That's a fucking weird word, but yeah, I hope you know what I'm talking uh, That's I'm trying to offend anyone, but ladies, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, big labias are not a problem. Do you care about men's big balls? 
that are filled with pee because pee is stored in the balls. Scientific fact that pee is stored in the balls. Which is weird because I also learned from Dr. Drew After Dark that uh, the balls are outside of the body for men because it has to regulate temperature. But why do the balls in women are on the inside and don't have to regulate temperature? Uh, unsolved mysteries for that. Uh, I'm going to tell you, don't worry about it. Um, if you're, gr- I mean, honestly, yeah, if it looks like roast beef down there, a man's not going to care. Like, men, that is nothing. I, it's so weird how women think that men care about that shit. There are those guys who do, but, like, fuck those guys. <laughs> it's, like, 10% of guys think that way. And if you had to be with a, one of those guys, or if, and also think about these other two guys. You didn't mention that uh, they complained about it. Uh, they didn't mind. It was not a problem, Bob. Uh, a, a flappy vagina is not a big deal to any man. And if a man has, I will say 90% of men don't care. And, uh, if you're like, I only want these 10% of men, I'm like, you're going to have to get the surgery. But like, honestly, if I, you know, if I was dating a chick, you know, and she had a vagina like that and like, it's not a big deal to me. Uh, and so she's like, I need to get this fixed. And, and I'm also like, I wonder what sex would be like after that. Like, there's that curiosity, and uh, we're not going to go into that. But we also have the idea that I also don't care. Like, you shouldn't do that. That's kind of a waste of money. I like the way they are. And she's like, oh, and she, like, argues, you don't like to prove it. Then you shove her on the couch and eat her pussy. I want to end every... <laughs> I'm going to try to end every question with the, uh, the air horn. All right. How to resist the urge to return texts and calls right away. All right. So, let's get vulnerable for a moment, fellas, boys, and the women. Anyone listen to it? Anyone who's trying to fuck right now is listening to this show. Um, I want to say here, I have a problem with this. It's, yeah, it's like, oh, someone texts me, and sometimes you're in a situation where you're like, you just want to text them back immediately, and sometimes you meet a woman you really like. And you do that because you really like them. And for some reason, when someone's really into you, it's a turnoff. I think it's the same for men and women. Uh, you know, we were just talking about catfish on the show. There's like a chick named Carice who was like a friends with benefit with this guy named Brandon, but she ended up talking to him as a girl named McKenna and, you know, catfishing him. Uh, never for money, so that's a good thing. But... The thing, it's like, were you not into her because she was way too into you? You think that was the case? Because she seemed like a nice girl. Like, if you watch the YouTube highlights, uh, they make her seem like a crazy person. She's like, I can't cry, but I'm devastated. I'm like, some people are weird. You know, we have past traumas. But then, like, if you watch the actual episode of it, like, you learn that, like, Brian was kind of using her, too. Anyways, that's catfish. Uh... Yeah, though, so how to not be that guy, you know? And, uh, you know, it, it's weird because I just feel like I don't want... I like the Keanu Reeves. I'm like, I don't want me being kind to be a bad thing. Like, I'm going to be kind. I don't want to live in a world where it's a bad thing to be kind. Like, and I agree with that. But also, sometimes you're trying to fuck, and you can't go on too strong. And uh, there's a level. There's a level. We have, And it's hard to figure out the yin and the yang to all of that. But here's the best thing I can suggest. 
get into video games, okay? Get into video games. I love the my favorite thing about Fortnite. Uh, even though Fortnite's kind of a game for virgins, the I do want to talk about it. Games like Fortnite, if it's like a battle royale game, so anyone, but I like Fortnite. That's my game. This is the brand we're going with for this channel. The, Fortnite is nice because you can go into a match, and you could easily, even if you don't even win the match, or even like you could like get fiftieth place if you do solos. Like a good chunk of time comes. So if you're having a conversation with a woman, you 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 know. She sends you a text, uh, then play around with Fortnite until you die, and then when you're back in the lobby waiting for the next game to relaunch, you text her back, and so it gives you a good time frame. So she thinks, ah, he's he has his own shit going on, which is an attractive thing, and uh, but he's making time for me, and the, the shit going on for you is Fortnite. So I think like a video game is good. Uh, you gotta, like, I think distracting yourself to do something, and it's better to do, like, a hobby or something, like, you're interested, you know, interested in. I like that. But, uh, yeah, sometimes it could be something simple as, like, just playing, like, a round of Warzone, a round of Overwatch, a round of Fortnite, a round of Apex Legends, if you're my gay brother. Uh, any of that works. So, that's my advice to you, but, yeah, the thing is, if you're, like, I'm gonna text her back immediately, I'm like, don't do that. Do something else and text her in between that, you know? Fortnite should be your priority, not women. Okay? That's rough, buddy. Fortnite should be your priority. Am I considered on the path to sobriety if I went from abusing harder drugs to smoking weed every night? I originally joined the sobriety group because I need a few new friends and they seem like an interesting group. I still smoke weed every night, but I no longer abuse it, nor abuse LSD or Xanax. I feel like that's a lot of progress. Do I belong in a recovery group or not yet because I still smoke weed? Their requirement is having to be sober for 48 hours to attend, so would I not qualify? Okay, I have no clue qualification for like sobriety groups. So like that, like AA, I'm like, I think AA is Christian oriented, and there was another one. There was another group that was like AA, but they didn't make it Christian oriented, which would be the group I would suggest to you. Uh, but don't do anything Christian related. If you if you have a mental health problem, which usually addiction is some sort of a mental health problem, I I would assume it's some sort of a mental health problem. Isn't addiction a mental health problem? That's a good question for someone else. Uh, but yeah, no, uh, that should be not answered by religious people. It should be answered by doctors. It took me way too long to get into therapy because of that. Uh, so then we're talking about you switched from LSD and Xanax to weed. You know, so I feel, if I'm answering from my heart, I would say, Say no to the sobriety groups because I feel like you don't really get to count there. But if you're just smoking a little weed every night, you know, just to like wind down and shit like that, because if you're doing like a wake and bake, like that should be in every once in a while. Like, if you're doing that every day, that's a problem. Uh, but like if you're using weed, just if you smoke weed every night, just, you know, and you can be like, yeah, I'm just using it to fall asleep. And even though you're like getting uh, fucking wasted on weed, is wasted the word or, or trashed on weed? Uh, it's still that, so, 
So it's better that you smoke weed, but I don't know if you can consider yourself sober, like, or even like on the path to sobriety, you just smoke weed every day. And you could probably figure out a way to most, like even like most weed smokers, like figure out like, yeah, it's just a normal job. And then I come home and I smoke a bowl and, uh, and I do my things from there, you know? And then sometimes I go to a festival and I take an edible. Uh, not all people are psychos. <laughs> That's the good answer for that. Uh, but anyways, answering kind of and finishing that. Uh, you're not necessarily on the path to sobriety. You're just on a path to no longer using LSD or Xanax and not abusing it as much as everyone else is. Because, yeah, you can't be considering yourself sober if you're smoking weed every day. People think it's like, I, I love the argument, weed's not as bad as alcohol. I'm like... How well you don't wake up with a hangover or anything like that with weed. Uh, yeah, I feel like weed and alcohol are kind of on the same level as shit, you know. As someone who likes both, I will tell you that. And uh, so yeah, you're not sober, but you're probably in a better position just smoking weed than anything else. In that fact. Why do some women avoid communicating when they plan to end things or say no? In my opinion, it just helps to be honest and straightforward. The lack of an answer doesn't communicate nearly as much as just simply saying no or go away. Those who don't say anything or just ignore them, why? Someone just got ghosted. <laughs> no, I'm sorry, brother. Um, I, I, I assume you're a brother. Uh, and I guess I do also have to say, if I'm saying brother... Just anyone who identifies as a man. So, I don't care. I don't know, you know. I did have a really funny thing. I think I wrote it in the notes at the beginning, but I also said that, uh, you know, go to L.A., uh, you know, a lot of people have tit jobs. So if you, and also if you, like, want to be with a trans person or want to see a trans person naked for some reason, for some reason you want to see a trans person naked, you will always see a little scar for, like, a boob job, you know? How, like, if you've got your tits done, like, there's always a little... You can always see a little scar. Sometimes you have to look close enough. Sometimes they do a good job of hiding it, and sometimes they heal better. But uh, sometimes it's just a big-ass scar, and you see a lot. See it in a lot of porn stars. And women in L.A., you will see a lot of that. So, uh, it's a very fun thing to uh, see that. And you're like, you're like, oh, you fucked a... You titty-fucked a trans person? I'm like... Yeah. He's like, doesn't it make you feel upset that you were fucking fake tits? I'm like, have you been to Los Angeles? All those tits are fake. <laughs> so you can't be mad at that. Anyways, back to the question. Let's get back to the question up at hand here. Uh, and then you said, why did you get ghosted? So why, and you're, and you're wondering why you got ghosted instead of getting a woman to be like, look, I'm just not that interested in you. Uh, I'm kind of connecting with another person. I remember one chick, I, I was talking to like Mumble, and we were kind of hitting off. Uh, and then we didn't talk for a couple of days. And I wasn't, like, gaslighting her. You know, I, I didn't talk to her. And she messaged me and she's like, hey, I've kind of connected with someone else. So it was nice talking to you. I'm like, well, that's nice, you know. And honestly, I, like, I didn't like it. But at the same time, it's kind of like, you know, there's a lot of other chicks that would say, fuck them versus this chick. I'd be like, well, you know what? I think she has good morals. So, you know what? She's fine. And, like, I don't have any hate towards her. 
but at the same time, it's like other chicks who have just ghosted me, like fuck them. And yeah, if you're gonna ghost someone, fuck you. Don't just don't ghost people. Uh, ghosting people is the worst thing you could possibly do. And Aziz Ansari said in one his Madison Square Garden special forever ago. It's like, oh, do you, if you want to end a relationship, do you just stop talking to that person and kind of disappear from their life? They're like, yeah. But if you're going to be broken up with, would you rather have them ghost you or actually have a conversation saying like, hey, I'm sorry, things aren't working out. And even if you don't reply, it's whatever, you know. You don't even have to reply to them, but like you understand it's over and you prefer that. So people, stop ghosting other people. Like I know it's easy, it's the easiest thing to do. That's how fucking stalkers, that's what happens, that's how you get a fucking stalker. You're just like, I'm going to ghost them. And you're like, what's going on? I'm worried about them. I'm going to break into their house. So if you're just straightforward with people, chances are uh, you're going to not have a stalker. And that's probably why stalkers exist, because of that shit. But we also have, like, yeah, I, th- I, I think that the woman you were communicating with uh, is probably not that good of a person and doesn't have that, doesn't have a lot of strong morals. And so instead of, being nice to you and saying, hey, I'm not really that interested in you. I just want to let you know that and just make sure you know that I think you're a good person, but it's just me. I'm not interested in you, you know? So doing that, you just ignore them. And, uh, yeah, so just tell people, just be honest with people. If you're not interested in someone anymore and you possibly were, just just be honest. I know it kind of sucks and it's hard to be a bad person, but uh, at the same time, uh, that's the better option than whatever else you want to do. Okay. <clears throat> is it healthy to take a break from antidepressants every weekend and use them on weekdays? No, it is not. Do not do that shit. Uh, basically, if you want an explanation of how antidepressants work, coming from a guy who takes antidepressants and is only knowledgeable in music and everything else. You know, I'm a genius. Basically, what happens, so the idea of taking an antidepressant is the idea that hey, you're living your life day to day, but you're sad and your brain's not producing the right chemicals to make you feel good and stay alive, you know? Feel good or pursue being good or just stuff like that. And so the idea of an antidepressant is like you're taking, you're going to manually insert chemicals into your body via taking a pill and you're going to, from there... What you're going to do is add a chemical into your body that's going to make you feel better about how your life is going. And so basically this is how withdrawals work. And so if you decide, like, I'm going to consistently add this chemical to my body every day. And that's why people are like, oh, these antidepressants, I'm not sad anymore. I'm going to stop the antidepressants. I'm like, no, you got the antidepressants. That means the antidepressants are working. And antidepressants, if I say it wrong, that's why. Uh, that's why they're working. That's why you feel better because you're taking them. And so the idea is you're adding a chemical. Your body's now at a point you're taking that every day. You're feeling better. You're in life. There's some side effects, but you're able to live with them. What happens is if you go through withdrawals, this means a chemical that your body is used to and needs in your body now because it's now relying of it on it to just function just goes away. And so your body goes through withdrawals where they needs that, where they need it. You can go through seizures and crazy, crazy fucking ass shit. Health problems from there, just from doing that. That's why when you when it most 
you know, antidepressants say, if you want to quit your medication, please speak to your doctor before you do it because they'll help you wean yourself off of it. And alcohol is no exception for that. I mean, most withdrawals are bad. Alcohol is really bad because you can have, at least, I know you have bad seizures and, like, you could possibly die from it if you just caught stop cold turkey. And that's why a lot of times uh, a lot of treatment for that is, like, slowly weaning it off your body. That way you don't go crazy. So, yeah, that's why. And you're just going to go through withdrawal symptoms, and it's just not good. And it's like, then you're going to go bad. And then even, like, if you stop taking your antidepressants for a day, like, I've been in situations where it's like, oh, I'm, oh, I ran on my refill, and I'm not going to be able to get it refilled until X day. And, you know, I'm going through withdrawals, and uh, it's, it's pretty fucking bad, dude. You don't want to feel it. Like, your body feels so off. So don't do that. It's bad. That's rough, buddy. Uh, just, just take your antidepressants consistently. Do not take breaks from them. Worst case scenario, you think you're going to run out and you want to try to keep the system in your blood stream every other day, <coughs> every other day. It's only if it's like an extended release because that way it's, it can kind of, you can kind of, you're thinning it out, but you're getting, you're getting by. That's how it makes sense. Our last question of the day. We're going to end the show soon. What do you think the U.S. would be like if Bernie had won the primaries and then became president? All right, so we're, I, I want to consider this the 2016 alternative universe that's out there somewhere. Uh, I believe in the multiverse. Uh, how much knowledge do I have on it? Not a lot of real knowledge. I have some fake knowledge, but some not real knowledge. So, like, Bernie won presidency. So, this is the idea. In 2016, in the primary elections for the Democratic seat or whatever, or the Democratic nomination, uh, Bernie Sanders would have won more votes than Hillary Clinton, which which would honestly probably win. And honestly, though, if it was Bernie versus Trump, Bernie would have won. You know, I really do think if it was Bernie versus Hillary Clinton. I just think the Clinton family, they're... Or Hillary and Bill, like, they're so sketchy. Like, the fact there's a Wikipedia page for people who were connected with the Clintons who committed suicide or accidentally died, uh, a little bizarre. And, like, you're like, oh, yeah, the Clintons ordered someone to be killed. Like, I don't think they killed him, but they had someone else kill him. Like, that's not too big for me to believe. So, anyways, though, it was Bernie versus Trump. Bernie won because they were, because... More people, because more people hated Hillary than they hated Trump, but people hated Trump more than would vote for Bernie, and I think Bernie definitely won. I remember when they were like, oh, if here's women are just into those Bernie bros. I'm like, what? The Bernie bros? Women are more attracted to people who are conservative, not because of their political beliefs, because of their lifestyle. They're like more tough and strong and shit. Uh, Bernie would have won. I think... I think COVID wouldn't have been as bad as it was. I think that because Trump, like, didn't he, like, get rid of, uh, he got rid of, like, the pan pandemic teams. Like, when Ebola existed, like, Obama made sure that shit, like, was locked down. I think, like, only four people died. And uh, we didn't have to worry about that shit. But now, but yeah, but with COVID, it was, it was like, yeah, it was pretty bad because Trump got rid of all the, you know, the, like, was it the pandemic team or whatever it was to not to, you know, quarantine people and just really kill kill off everything, you know? Very weird, but 
you know. Uh, so I think COVID would probably have happened, but probably wouldn't have been as bad for the United States. Uh, I think that possibly we could have been very good and not really had to deal a lot with masks and shit, you know. I don't know. Like, that's that's a big question with COVID. Like, it's going to happen in 2020, but Bernie's the president. So, like, how much do we have to worry about what's going on? I'm like, probably won't be as bad because Bernie would be like, this is a serious thing. We need to take this seriously and we'd go from there. And, you know, everything's adjusted from there. And, uh, you know, like, the worst place really COVID really happened to after China was, like, the United States. At first it was China. After that it was just the United States. People were like, I don't want to wear a mask. Uh, it's like wearing panties on my face, and I fucking, I can't eat pussy. You know, I've never made a woman come in my entire life. That's what happened. So I think that would happen. Laws being passed, though, like, he had a lot of good ideas, and a lot of ideas I support. Uh, nonetheless, I think, for the most part, at least I think across the entire nation, we would have been decriminalized, at least decriminalized. I know he wanted to make sure that, he wanted to make sure that, like, he was just he just signed a executive order making weed legal, you know, and shit like that. Which yeah, you know, in states with uh, dispensaries already, like just easy, you know, even just medic medical dispensaries, you know, like it would just start popping. Uh, after I think it would take like sixty days or whatever to get their correct license. Uh, so I think that would be we would probably be legal. Um, but other than that, though, like a lot, a lot, I like a lot of Bernie's ideas, but how many of them would actually probably happen obviously i think roe v wade would not have been overturned uh considering trump nominated three justices in his time and the worst part of that is is that when obama was president they didn't want to nominate merrick garland because there was like he's the last year of his presidency but then it was trump's last year and he was like oh should and then it's like okay i remember when you said that a president should nominate a court you know a judge on the last year of the presidency, and you're like, no, we're going to nominate our judge anyway. So uh, I think that Roe v. Wade would definitely not have been overturned. I think uh, just with the Supreme Court in general, I think a lot of things would have ended towards the positive on that. You know, a lot of things, I don't think that any of the healthcare stuff, I think, I don't know, because I think a lot of things like George Floyd being shot in a lot of the Black Lives Matter movement really taking strong when no one's working during 2020, would have probably boosted a lot. And I think Biden would have maybe tried to, not Biden, uh, Bernie would have tried to think of something. But uh, so I can't really confirm what laws we pass other than like maybe weed, at least being decriminalized. But I think that would be the only one I would guarantee would happen. But besides that though, uh, because you know, you still have Republicans in Congress and the, I don't know what laws we pass, but I think Roe v. Wade would not be overturned. That's why I think, I know that would happen. And, Maybe some cool things would happen with three Bernie Sanders-appointed Supreme Court justices. And uh, from there, yeah, I would say, I think I, I think I said everything I wanted to say. And with that being said, thank you for checking out this episode of Cancel Schweezy, better known as the Lord's Trademark Favorite Podcast. Make sure to check me out on social media at the Shweezy, my music under Shweezy, twitch.tv slash the Shweezy. Connect your Amazon Prime account and hit that subscribe button for a free subscribe to me and help me financially like you can over on Patreon. The Patreon page down in the description. Uh, it's a great way to say thank you for being a friend. 
And if you're an audio listener, check out our YouTube page. Make sure you hit the subscribe button and leave a comment if you have anything interesting you want to say. Share with your friends and all that stuff. That's how we get organic growth in regards to Cancel Schweezy. And if you're on the audio platform, give us a 5, 4, 3, 2, or 1 stars uh, rating. So, honk if you love butt drugs. Stay awesome. Believe it or not, Schweg isn't at home. Please leave a message at the beep. I must be out or I'd pick up the phone. Where could I be? Believe it or not, I'm not home. You just finished a full episode of Cancel Sweezy. You are now one of the smartest individuals who will ever exist in our world. Uh, if you like that episode, make sure you subscribe, whether you're watching this show or listening to the show, make sure you subscribe. That way you get notified whenever we release full new episodes as well. And if you're on YouTube, smash that bell button. That way you get notified anytime we make a post over here on YouTube. Uh, honk if you love butt drugs, and uh, yeah, stay awesome.